Hello, how are you? Uh, this is Tom McCaffrey. Welcome to another episode of Last Exit to Brooklyn. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Before I start, there's a couple of things that I want to plug. Yeah. Uh, first of all, um, buy my albums on iTunes. Uh, one of them is called uh, Get Rich or Move Back In With My Dad. The other is called Streets Aren't Watching. And the other one's called Adventures in Comedy. And then there's what about your album, Lou Diamond Phillips? Lou Diamond Phillips, that's the older one. Yeah, that one. That's okay, the best out. one. I'll lay out of the plugs. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for... I'll start over. Um, and watch my movie, Adventures in Comedy. It's really funny. Uh, and my guest uh, is in it, Adventures in Comedy. Uh, Greg Johnson, how are you? Thanks for coming back. I know this annoys you doing this. It doesn't, no. Oh, it doesn't? Oh. It do- I love being here. I just thought we had covered it all in our first seven hours. <laughs> Together. Really? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, uh, I got a lot of great comments about people who love your movie, Adventures of Comedy. Oh, really? Like yeah. who, who said they really liked it? Just random friends of friends and friends. William Hurt. Yeah, Bill Hurt. Renee Zellweger. Spielberg, Tommy Cruise. Um, Jim J. Bullock. The guy from Christmas Story, the kid. Yeah, he Peter Billingsley. It. He really liked it. Yeah, I he heard. asked for your number, but he was like so into you. I like didn't feel comfortable. Well, he met me years ago, so he's probably trying to get back in touch. Yeah, Jack Nicholson. He remembers meeting you. Yeah, he, he should. Totally. He met you at the Oscars when you were like seven. <laughs> yeah, have I told you that story? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I tell that story like every five minutes in my life. Well, the movie's excellent. Thank you. Yeah, thanks again for being in it. You're oh, really it's funny. My in pleasure. It. Thank you. For I went to a uh, screening of it. At, uh, you know, I went to a film festival, Annapolis Film Festival, like two weeks ago, and they showed it twice with like a full theater, and uh, uh, people were really into it. Oh yeah, the some DC film critic raved about it. Are you serious? Yeah, I thought you saw that though. Oh, the Daily No, no, the New York Daily News guy oh, liked Daily it. Daily News, yeah. yeah, he was there. Joe Newmeyer, who's on my podcast last week. How could you not like that movie? Adventures I don't know. Comedy. It's what great. Was, what was he like on your podcast? He was great because I, you know, I met him um, right when I got there. Like I got off the train and I was in the elevator going to like get out of the train station to get into a car to go to the hotel. And he introduced himself to someone else who was in the elevator, and he was like, "Are you going to the film festival?" And he's like, "I'm Joe Newmar, the day of New York Daily News." And I was like, "Oh, hey, like I'm, you know, I have a movie in the thing." And um, he was like, "Oh, cool, I'll go see it." And I was like, "Yeah, all right, whatever." And then, um, yeah, you're like, "Yeah, whatever." Yeah. <laughs> And uh, he showed up to the screening, and then... Um, I hope you didn't say that to him. You're like, yeah, whatever. Well, what happened was him and... Um, no, I did. I said that you to, like, I said to, to everyone I meet. <laughs> <laughs> I did that in the middle of the screening. I just held up my hand in front of his face the whole screening. <laughs> so he couldn't see the film. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, no, he was like... Uh, showed up. Him and another... Yeah, he showed up, and basically he came up to me right after, and he was like, hey, congratulations. I thought it was great. And, um, and then I was hanging out with him later that night at, like, the after party. And, uh, you know, I'm really into movies, obviously. Yeah. And I know a lot about movies, and it was, like, funny meeting someone who, like, knows so much about movies. Because I would say things, and he knew exactly what I was talking about. So... Yeah. It was cool having him on because, yeah, he can just kind of talk for hours about movies um, because he knows a lot of weird facts that I also would know. Yeah. Um, So... Who could not like your movie? I don't know. That's a that's a good question. It's a good movie. It is. Yeah, I, it's, I think it's great. The Daily News. What's his name? Joe. Joe Newmeyer. He's like the chief film critic. I actually heard he panned Twelve Years a Slave, but he loved your movie, and he also really? panned. Yeah, he panned Birdman. He panned ba- uh, Forrest Gump. Boyhood. He hated all those movies, but he loved, loved, loved your movie. He Adventures panned in on Hulu. Uh, right, he panned um, Schindler's List. Yeah, he was like, "This is no. bullshit." <laughs> <laughs> it's not that good. Um, no, he, uh, he he was really nice, and then. Um, uh, I, I did a Q&A afterwards, and one guy was like, your movie reminded me of Birdman. He goes, I liked it better than Birdman. Wow, really? <laughs> yeah, isn't that funny? And I was like, really? <laughs> You're like Michael Keaton. Yeah, exactly. Keaton. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, the entire crew of Birdman? <laughs> wow. And then he flew off. No, but I mean, I was like, really? That one, like, th- you know, like, that's supposed to be the movie of the year. So, yeah. yeah. But uh, you, it turns out yours is. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> According to that guy. 
Um, so sorry, movie. this isn't a great uh, quality for this. You can kind of see us. It's great for me. Okay, that was the first movie I was ever in was Adventures in Comedy. Yeah. Oh, and so you have you're you're about to go to a premiere, right? Right. Yeah. Right after this, for what's the, the movie? second movie I was ever asked to be in? What's the second? movie? I don't even think that I my line is in the movie. I, I heard that it was actually. I, I saw friends that claimed that they saw the final cut. They, you know, I think it's on Hulu right now. We could probably watch it. It is. I think it's being released in theaters first. But it is. I mean, but it's also going to be on Hulu. I think they do that now, where they release movies in the theater and on Hulu at the same time. Oh, nice. Um, so it's called Adult Beginners. Yeah, with Nick Kroll, right? Yeah. Sorry, so I'm, I'm going to with the this. premiere. That's why I'm in this tie. My jacket's yeah. over there. I know there's a lot of people watching yeah, this on t- Periscope. Yeah. I'll, I'll keep it on you for a little bit. <laughs> on Periscope, don't. but keep it on me. Yeah. Hey, guys. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so that's um, in Lincoln Center tonight. S- are you excited about that? Do you, think you'll be, you'll, do you think Nick Kroll will be there? I'd imagine. I mean, it's, he stars in the movie. Yeah, but I know. But sometimes these guys, they like don't full come in for the fucking thing. You know, I don't know. He's such a big shot now. Well, I guess if he's like... In the new Star Wars, and yeah. has to be there doing that. No, you're or right. You're right. Equivalent, but you're right. Otherwise, would be wouldn't in... you want to be at the New York premiere of your I would first starring movie? I mean, I would With go his to it too. He's dating Amy Poehler, right? Is she in it? No, she's. But... I don't know. I haven't seen it. I'll see it tonight. You don't even know anything about this movie you're starring in. <laughs> I was in it with Nick. It was like a 13-hour you... shoot. Is your scene? Is Nick in your scene? Yeah, I hung out this whole night. It was like an overnight shoot. It was a party scene. It's at the beginning of the movie, I think. Right. It was the last day of shooting. What do you do? You remember your line? Of course. What is it? Because I got it like two months in advance, so I repeated it to myself about 3,000. And how did you get it? How did you get the part? Uh, the producer of the movie and I were in a wedding together. He's known me for years. He used to see me do shows at Rafifi. Uh, what's his name? He comes to my comedy shows, and he's a fan of mine his name's jared goldman he's doing oh, okay. good things he produced the skeleton twins oh yeah yeah i saw that beginners kill your darlings with the harry potter guy and a bunch of other movies um and this is the new big one that he that he did his name's jared goldman he's the producer on it yeah and he was meeting nick kroll and he said this is kind of funny he said hey do you know nick kroll I'm, i might be working with him like should i bring should i bring you up in the right interview? right and i and i wrote him back and was like it would be a huge mistake if you didn't spend the entire meeting talking just about me. Right, right. And that's what he Nick. did. Probably. That's what he did, and then he got me a line in the movie. Wow, that's awesome. But So what is your line? I said, like... Well, Fuck you, way. Nick Kroll. Show me the money. Yeah, <laughs> frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Oh, I just got a... I, um, periscope broke? Yeah, yeah. You can't hear us. Oh, you can't hear Maybe us Maybe you periscope. can hear us now, yeah. Well, what they should do is then, if they can use this video later, they should just run the podcast and sync it up with the video. From yeah, Paris probably Hill. here. Okay. All right. Hopefully now you guys can hear. Okay. So um, so you're excited about to see, to see this movie? Yeah. So we were like bro friends. There was like a party for Nick, and Nick is Nick's character is raising money for his big thing. Anyway, right. I got to hang out with Nick, and you know who else? Well, Mike Birbiglia and... Uh, Joel McHale. Oh, yeah, he's in it. Joel McHale. He was really cool. That was he cool? cool? Really? Does he do stand-up or did he do stand-up? I think he's kind of one of those guys, not to label him as one of those guys, but he's just made it so big that now he can sell out theaters and just walk around on stage. I'm going to stop that. I'm sorry. You're going to stop Periscope? Yeah, yeah. Or, or my talk of Joel McHale. No, you're talking yeah, about the <laughs> Periscope. Like, I'm sorry. i got to stop you from talking about Joel McHale. Okay, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, no, no. So he, uh, he does so well that he can sell out a theater. Right, right, right. And, you know, yeah, he probably does stand-up. Yeah, he's uh he's pretty funny, I guess. So wait, so what how so wait, what's your line? <laughs> he was nice. He's Yeah, yeah. Seemed chill. He um, does seem chill. Great dude. Uh my line Oh, my line was, You're gonna kill it, dick. We're in for another seventy five K. This launch is gonna be huge. Who are you talking to? Nick Kroll. Oh really? Why is he um Oh, is this like he loses his job or something? It's like he had an idea for some big internet startup, and so everyone's investing, and this is the launch party at the beginning. But I think in the movie it all goes 
south and he has to move back in with his sister right right so anyway sounds familiar it was really funny because when i got there they were like yeah we just you know we don't need anything from you just like say it straight do your thing and did you, it and then they're like okay a few notes you can lean back even more and i was like are you gonna mic me they're like no the boom's got it how boom's got i'm it. sure they did though <laughs> i'm sure the boom did have it those things are pretty uh you know those things. The, you know the really good ones are really powerful. Yeah, and it was a great experience. I mean, to hang out with Nick like that, and he's like the star of the movie now. Like he, he's a huge fucking star. He's like, I know, isn't it? It's kind of weird, right? Is it yeah, ever I like mean, kind of? Was it? Did it look like a big budget great. movie? Oh yeah, it was huge. It was the type of seat. So the party scene it was kind of comical because they had about I'd say seventy five extras just being at a party. Right. So it's just so weird that it was like all these paid extras just. Hired to like stand around. Did and, like, you know act, like, anyone else there besides Nick and Berbiglia? No, I didn't. I um, don't think. No. Oh, I knew the the producer, but the producer wasn't there that night. He was. And you said you baby. shot this when? Like I'd a... say February or no March of of twenty fourteen, and now we're in uh, April twenty fifteen, and the premieres tonight in Lincoln Center. Congratulations to that's awesome, Nick and everyone. It, it looks did. like a good movie. the The preview looks it great, does. and you're right. It's the trailer. It's going to be on Hulu. I don't. It's probably going to be on starting Friday. Bobby Moynihan is in it. He's funny. Yeah, Bob, Bob, a lot of big hilarious. people are in it. Who I directed mean, it? So funny. This guy Ross Katz, who he's a producer. He's done stuff like Lost in Translation, and I read that he started out. In show business as a gaffer, I believe a gaffer. Oh, really? On Reservoir Dogs. Oh, wow! This was his directorial debut, and like, I mean, I like I said, Nick's obviously great dude. Joel McHale was cool. The director was like the coolest dude in the world too. I mean, these guys are like really cool guys. Did you? Um, in my opinion, yeah, yeah, totally. Did you um, see the MTV Movie Awards? <laughs> no, no, I didn't. Oh, you didn't. No, uh, why? I, I I, no, I, Do you not watch those? I don't know. I don't. I don't really watch MTV. But no, I don't I, really either. What went down? How Nothing. No, just Amy Schumer. I'm sure you know. Host hosted it. Um, yes. Which uh, was kind of trippy. She's just like completely blown, like blown up. They're just really kind of putting a lot like into her. You know what I mean? Yeah. It I guess it happened to a lot of people we know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm I'm not surprised. So here's here's was my I think it's it's cool that you. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. No, it's great. I mean, I don't know. I, from what I know, I mean, I love her. So whatever. Godspeed. I mean, What's she's you- like a gigantic star. So my barometer was when Aziz sold out Madison Square Garden. Right. I was right. like, this is crazy. Right. And then like a month later, Hannibal Buress took down Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby, and I was like, well, you know, I guess just right. got to get used to. All these people, well, like colleagues in show right, business, right. becoming extremely famous. Well, I think the funny thing about Amy Schumer is like it seems like this team has got like has gotten behind because she's gained so much traction. It just seems like everyone is getting behind her, the machine of Amy Schumer because it's like that night and that week. I just couldn't you couldn't watch anything without Amy Schumer being all over it. You know yeah. what I mean? It was like. There were, you know, there was commercials leading up to it. They were like the Amy, you know, Amy Schumer hosting the MTV Movie Awards, and it was like Amy Schumer's TV show, the new season coming out next week, you know. Yeah. And then it was just like the trailers for the movie coming out, the big summer movie, and I'm just like, holy shit! Like, oh yeah, the Chad Apatow movie. Yeah, and then just like everywhere, um, you know, it'd be like specials would be all. You know, well, it's like interesting the levels of it because you you see somebody who's a comic or an actor or whatever, yeah. And they're doing their thing and struggling often, I mean, as most of them do. And then they gain a little bit of a following and, you know, you watch it all happen and then they get a powerful team behind them. Yeah. And all of a sudden they're being promoted in a way where maybe you did or did not like them to begin with. Right. I mean, this has nothing to do with Amy Schumer, less to do with Amy Schumer. I don't know. I like her whatever. Yeah, yeah. But regardless of who it is, they get this team behind them because they get to a certain level, and then all of a sudden they're on billboards. Right. They might be hosting everything. They might have every any show they want, any um, starring mo- like movie starring role they want. Right. They might start saying like from Amy Schumer, and it's a totally different thing that doesn't even feature her or from so and so. So it's like right. this bombardment. You know Josh Gad. 
<laughs> yeah, good segue. No, well, like, the guy from the comedians. It's like, yeah, it's like Josh my Gad. favorite. Like I feel like Josh Gad is being shoved in my face right. everywhere I go now, and it's like I may or may not have liked him to begin with when I heard about him in the Book of Mormon, and now it's like everything. I feel like he's in everything, and that's just the way that is that what he started entertainment in? works. He started in Book of Mormon. Yeah, although I'm sure he started somewhere way before that. That right. was probably his first big break. No, I guess that's what, and I, I guess it's kind of like that does happen a lot where yeah. they, they latch onto the person and they're like, you're going to be a star. Yeah, like, we're be making you now. a star. Because there's a lot invested in it because it helps them, the business, because then they can, like, you know, put you out there, whatever you do, you, you they'll make money from it. Yeah. Um, it's just funny to see it happen with someone that you were, you know what I mean? You yeah. were kind of around to see the entire machine of showbiz just like, because she's like bigger than like when, when, you know, I was young and you'd see big stars and stuff. Yeah. She's like bigger than them. Yeah. Well, the ubiquity <laughs> of the media now is. I think that's different. the thing too. It's, it's very different, but it's just, it's just odd to watch it. It, it makes it seem like. Uh, not as big a maybe it's just because I'm older now and like that's I, a part it, of it. It's not like I'm not like starry eyed about things like that. Right, I'm like, of course oh. not. And there's repetition to it that you see it happen yeah. over and over. Yeah, you mean like they just keep like with Josh Gad, they just keep shoving. Well, no, no, I more meant the repetition of you know, <laughs> Amy Schumer is now a star, so they're going to move on to the next person. Then that next person, you're going to be like, I remember when they were, and then the next person, I remember when they were. Like, right, you know? right, exactly. And I mean. That's how it works. So I it's guess. like you kind of just get used to it. I feel like, yeah. But with I've, like Aziz Ansari, for example, that's a historic accomplishment in show business to for a comedian to sell out Madison Square Garden. Yeah, and then I'm sitting there remembering like 2004, seeing him with Rafifi with like five or like people. at the UCB. I remember he like he had this the first time I saw him. He had some tape recorder bit, and the tape recorder didn't work, and he like freaked out and just bombed. And then it's like here we are, ten years later, right? And he right. sold out MSG. So it's like I don't know, just get used to it. And no, like, I know. No, like, uh, no, no, I'm telling myself. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> it's just like you got to embrace it. That's the way they. Uh, no, no, I'm not. I'm, I, I think works. it's just kind of like funny. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm not like against. I'm just. Oh, it's I mean, just, it's, it's it's funny. funny. And it's like it's astonishing. You know, it's kind of astonishing. Oh yeah, it's like it's shocking. Yeah. Um, like the fact that Hannibal took down Bill Cosby. Yeah, I think that's more. Just shows the changing of the guard, kind of that comedy has been. It's just showing that there's a new crew in town that's kind of taken everything over. You know what I mean? Right, and it's it's ever evolving. You know yeah. what I mean? We're going to be talking next year at this time. We're going to be talking about about a different how, set of people, but uh, about how you Aziz brought Bill be. Cosby back. Yeah, I'm going to be at the Trocadero <laughs> where Hannibal took him down and be like, "You're going to say something," and they're going to be like, "You're right, we love him again." <laughs> I'm going to bring him out and do a Q&A. And they're like, Greg Johnson brings back cause. <laughs> yeah. And then you'll get your own show. <laughs> um, <laughs> wait, well, no, I'm, I'm well, still hosting that news show in Brooklyn, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Brooklyn Independent Television? Yeah, BK Live. Yeah. What, what, what happened? I did a thing. Were they going to air it? Did they air they it? They are. we got to talk about that off the air. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh-oh. That was like... A, no, it was great. It went great. Yeah, it was good. That was the last yeah. time I did the show. Yeah. Um, like a month ago. Yeah, you killed. I killed it. Pat. And you're doing it again this Thursday. Every Thursday at Splitty, we do that show. It's Who's on? Who Brooklyn. else is on? Jacqueline Who's... Novak, Will Miles, Eric Bergstrom, maybe a few others. Those dicks. <laughs> I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask some people at the film premiere tonight. I'm gonna ask Rose Byrne if she can do a set. Yeah, all right. <laughs> can you do a set on my balls? Step can up to the mic. Set it splitty. I don't do stand up. Can you splitty your legs? Um, sorry. No. Yeah, don't say that to her. <laughs> uh, so, of course not. Um, yeah, how's that been going? Haven't like big people been by there lately? Your Splitty show? I think I saw a lineup and it was like a really good. That last time I did it was a good lineup. It was like Rob Delaney and who else was on it? Yeah, um, Rob Delaney came from England. Yeah, why was he here just to do the show? He was promoting his BBC sitcom oh, right. in America. Right, right. And Lana Glazer came one week. And like 150 people showed up. There oh, like that's a, a girl from Broad block. City. Yeah. Oh wow, really? It was packed. Oh yeah. Does she do stand up? Yeah, 
think she always has. I thought she was just more like an improv. Which one? Is, I, I know this. Is she the one with the curly hair? Yes. She's another one. She plays Alana. Yeah, exactly. She's another one that, like, I remember I saw her years ago to show, and she was like, hey, Tom, like, she knew who I was. I didn't really know. I kind of right. knew who she was. Um, and they're huge, too, now. Like, they're, yeah. I was in Hawaii, or I was in San Francisco, and I saw, like, the cover of New York Magazine. They were, like, on the cover of that. Yeah, they're huge. They are, right? That yeah, show's huge, show Broad just, City. You know, yeah. I think word travels with these things really fast now. People are really in tune to the media, whether it be on TV, on their DVR, or on the web and these things get really big really quick and that's a really funny show i love that show yeah i've only seen it a couple of times but i saw it and it was it was really funny and alana in real life is like this magnetic personality anyway like you could just tell like when she was at the bar there's like 100 people wanting to talk to her and she was like kind of conversing with them all pretty much she didn't seem freaked out by it like everyone was like all up on her wow that seems annoying she's pretty well adjusted i actually had she's the- also like 25 she's i know that's the other girl. thing they're super young um yeah, I had that thought. I hope I didn't age her. I hope she's not like 23. <laughs> Making us sound all there. 25. You know they listen to this. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> Ditto Rose Byrne. <laughs> um, yeah, what was I going um, uh, to... Broad City. Broad, no, yeah, yeah. They're, yeah, they're really funny. It's a, that's a great show uh, from what I've seen. I mean, I've only seen it twice, but it seems very, very funny. And that I've only it's met like a more the one girl. version of... Lena Dunham show. I think it is. It's it's like a lighter. It's like a more comedy version of that show. Exactly. Like girls, I don't really know sometimes if it's supposed to be a comedy. I know it has funny parts in it, but it's not like a straight up comedy. Yeah, like it's kind of weird, and there's a serious, like an over seriousness to it. This is like supposed to be a comedy, and I mean it's kind of an absurd show, right? Isn't the humor kind of absurd? Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. Like, it's kind of over the top a little bit. Yeah. We should get into the topics you wanted to talk about. I, yeah, I feel yeah. like I'm sidetracking us. And I got to get to this movie premiere. I got to walk yeah, the red yeah. carpet. Oh, are you going to walk the red carpet? Probably. With my girlfriend? Yeah. Rose Byrne? No, I'm just kidding. I'm bringing my actual girlfriend. Um, yeah, is she meeting you there? Where is it at? Lincoln Center? Rose Byrne? It's in Lincoln Center. No, Can my I go to it? Work, my girlfriend works at a t- around the corner from me from where we are right now. Oh, okay. So I'm going to meet her. Um I was I wanted to just talk about the Ben Affleck thing, which is oh, very yeah. like a uh, weird thing to me kind of. Have you been following that? Uh-huh. How he buried an email that Or no, no, he sent an email. He was doing something for PBS about ancestors yeah. and he was like, "Can you not bring up that my grandfather owned slaves or something?" Yeah. But and everyone's like really mad about that. I mean, I, I <laughs> <laughs> I guess, like, I understand it's fucked up, but, like, it just seems like everyone's so mad about it. Like, it seems a little much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, because like, I kind of can... Like, I wouldn't... If I... I wouldn't want that either. <laughs> not at all. No. No. Not at all. But they're acting like he did it. That's the thing that's annoying. Like, they're acting like he's the one that owned the slaves. <laughs> like, when I saw the the article, headline, I was like, Ben Affleck, slave controversy. And I remember being like, oh, my God, this guy has slaves. <laughs> he has, like, slaves to count cards for him in casinos and slaves to, like, handle his wigs. He probably does have slaves. Just, you know, people he hangs out with that just do shit for him. Yeah, like his brother. Casey Affleck. <laughs> Casey, give me that. Fuck you. Get some Bieber wig. He has a room full of wigs. Who does? Affleck. You think he's bald? Absolutely. I mean, I don't know if he's bald, but he's got wigs. Like, remember his hair in Argo? Where we supposed yeah. to believe that was his real hair? No, I know. In movies, he does. But there's like. No, but even when he's walking down the street, it's like. You think in real life he just wears wigs? Yeah, I do. You, I, I, or I, he has a transplant situation. What, really? You think something? Because ha- I've seen that on the internet. Yeah. People say he's bald. Yeah, I think a lot of I think a lot of Hollywood stars are balder than they appear because they have transplants or wigs or whatever. The, the thing about him, Affleck from like in Good Will Hunting, it's like he has thicker hair now. That doesn't just happen. Well, the the most ridiculous one is um, Travolta. Right, he's bald. When you when you see him now, it is it's like a it's almost like a joke. <laughs> it's almost like so, like he lost a bed and like this is how he has to walk around now. Like the wig is so the wigs he wears are so fake and so bad. Yeah. You're kind of like, who? Why isn't anyone telling? Yeah. Like, if that's how I looked, I feel like I would want my wife to be like, dude, um, <laughs> this looks 
horrible. Like you can't go outside like that. Yeah. You know. And the weird thing is, you see him. <laughs> you see him photographed bald sometimes. Like when he's hitting on that guy in the gym. Did you see that photo? No. What some, happened? He some hit- guy took a selfie with him because Travolta started hitting on him at the gym. Is that real? Like that really? Yeah. That's what the guy claimed. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's like, yeah, you don't get caught if you're not whatever. That the sexuality yeah. is a different thing. But anyway, he wasn't wearing his wig, so he's. He's bald. I mean, it's like Affleck probably got a hair transplant thing. It's like, look at Tom Brady, right? Tom Brady has perfect hair. Yeah, does he? He didn't always. He didn't? No, you can Google that, too. I mean, I love Tom Brady. I don't want to out him on your show when he's obviously listening. But Right. I feel like the most... Or like Piven, Jeremy Piven. He's obvious. He was like bald like in like 1992, like yeah. bald. I just feel like old guys, a lot of old Hollywood stars, not old, but like in their 50s that have really thick hair... I, I call it into question because yeah. it's like, how, how is it that 100% of Hollywood <laughs> right, right. stars in their 50s have like Bieber hair? Like, or like, you know, Tom Hanks. Yeah, whatever. no, totally. I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, the numbers don't work out. I mean, it's ridiculous. Have you seen, you know, <laughs> Paul Newman's hair? Like, they have pictures of him. Like now, and he still has a full head of hair. It's just a skeleton. (laughs) (laughs) It's just, it's like, come on, dude, you're not even alive anymore. No, man, I still have hair. I just have really. (laughs) (laughs) Even in the afterlife, he's so vain. <laughs> um, exactly. No, but there, Jeremy Piven got a totally got a hair transplant, and oh, I think yeah. he didn't even try and like. But the Travolta wine is really ridiculous because it, it's what you said. He has hair that's like thicker, yeah. And it's like the the thing I I always say about that is like, why not get like a believable transplant? Like, yeah. why can't you like? Just maybe you're not completely, it's not so thick, but you still have hair kind of covered. Like Kevin Costner is like losing his hair, but you can tell if he's gotten something done, he does it kind of believably, you know? Like it's, it looks thin, but it looks believable. John Travolta is like, no, I have to have the same hair I had when I was five. (laughs) In Pulp Fiction or whatever. Or even in Pulp Fiction, he had less, less hair. But, like, you look at him now, he looks like he... It's like, dude, you're not 11 anymore. Like, <laughs> just be... You're 50-something. Like, well, he's just got be, so many issues. Yeah. The, he needs to, like, audit all those issues and go clear or whatever the movie was Well, about. that's the thing. It's like he's clearly not... Oh, he's a crazy, auditing things. Yeah, crazy person. Um, did you watch... Uh, I watched change? that movie. But I, I just want to say oh, well, the yeah, answer to the... The, the answer to... It's so why funny. people don't get believable transplants is because you and I are like in the small minority of people that are noticing or caring about this, and not you yeah. didn't even notice. I'm the one who's bringing it up, and it's not necessarily conspiracy I have theory. It. I just think that Affleck doesn't have that thick of hair, but he does have 200 million dollars, so it's like that buys you hair. I mean, these days you can get a hair transplant, and it's like right. a trip to the dentist, and like yeah, especially know, what, if you have that kind of money or something. Yeah, but I guess it's just the danger of it looking ridiculous. Right, like, like Bruce Willis kind of did it right because he lost his hair and he kind of he would wear wigs. Um, now, now he just shaves his head. Oh, okay, I feel like Matthew McConaughey. Is oh, he way. has definitely. We talked about this. Okay, and Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn got one too. I mean, I just feel like he his hairline is always changing. McCon- Nicholas Cage. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> like, there's some weird like there's something weird happening with Nicolas Cage's hair because he he was losing his hair way back in the day, and now it just sometimes it looks really weird. Like the his hairline is always different. You know what I mean? And you see pictures on the internet of him just walking, and I guess he didn't wear something that day, and it's just there's a huge bald spot. I mean, it's just like and it just looks weird. You know, like it doesn't look. I feel like he's put a lot of money into something and it's not working out. You know what I mean? Yeah. McConaughey, I don't know. He did something right. Like, he definitely was losing his hair because he has more hair than he did. Like, uh, what we talk about the important issues here. Yeah. But, but, but go ahead. What? Like, Jimmy Fallon. You think he had one? He just has such thick hair. I'm like, how is that dude's hair so thick? Some people just have, that's what they have. I don't know. He left the public eye for a little while there after, like, Taxi and the movies. Right, right. And then when he came back, he had, like, thicker hair. And I'm like, oh, okay. I see how it is, Fallon. Who's another one that did I that? I like Jimmy I'm Fallon. I I'm like into this about. kind of I stuff. love Jimmy Fallon. You do? Yeah, I'm a big fan of that guy. Yeah, I love him. I am. You do? Yeah. Oh, you are? Yeah, yeah. 
I'm a, he's fine. I have nothing against him or that show. I think it, I don't really watch it, but it seems fine. You know who else got a hair transplant? Kojak. No. <laughs> you could tell fake hair. Um, who, who, who's another, and then we'll move on. Well, can we talk about the Ben Affleck thing? So, what is your take on that? The, I find not the hair the, that people, the slave thing. Like, are you angered that he, his grandfather had slaves? And he doesn't want people to know about it. No, absolutely not. It comes as no surprise to me. A and B. If I was in his shoes, I wouldn't want people to know about it either. Right. So, no, I totally understand that. May, I just think it's funny. It's like you know, this is a climate now, and we talked about this before, where. When a little thing happened, not that it's not wrong. I'm not saying it's right that he did that. He sh- it probably was a mistake, and it's a PR nightmare. But like everyone just takes it and runs with it to this weird level. Like I feel like it's like everyone trying to like kind of ruin him. You know what I mean? Because it's kind of like, oh, now we have a thing to like shit on Ben Affleck for. Like yeah. you're dead. Like your or your grandfather had slaves. You jerk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's like, you know, millions of people's grandfathers had slaves. Right, right. Millions and millions. I guess the issue is that he told them not to, mine. like, not... Yeah, not yours. No, the only he, ones. He, he told them not to... Yeah, he told them to squash the yeah. story and not... But it's kind of like if you were, like, doing an interview and you were like, hey, can you not talk about that person in my family who's, like, really racist? Like, I'd rather talk about other things. Yeah. You know, like, like hey, welcome to the interview. So your fucking grandfather's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, let's talk. Like, I'd be like, no, I want to talk about this thing instead, like my other ancestors. Right, that happens in, like, almost every interview, yeah. whether you know it or not. So I, I wouldn't fault Ben Affleck for that, necessarily. Yeah, I just think it's, like, not that this... A, a thing happened recently with you know Ari Shafir, right? Yeah. Um, did you hear about the thing that happened with him where he? Yeah, he made fun of the girl with one arm. Yeah, and it, in kind of a hateful way. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> in a really nice way. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I actually that special he taped it years ago. I actually opened for him. I was so I was there that yeah, night. I remember that. It. I think um, we were together the day after that. Yeah, I talked about it a lot. No, but it was just no, no, no. I just yeah, yeah. It was very memorable. Um, <laughs> it was. No, it was. It was. It was a good show. And uh, and I'm not like defending the, the thing. The thing about that is like you know it was the the thing that people took issue with was he said her full name and he just kind of made fun of the fact that she didn't have she was missing an arm and, and that she was like called overweight. Her like a terrible person and she claims to like barely have ever spoken to him yeah just i think he was like she's annoying you know and she's fat or something and yeah. which is like me i mean yeah it was like mean and she was just like well don't say my full name which i totally agree with that's not cool the only thing i the only issue i took with it is like I was like, yeah, that's not cool. Like, I, it's very indefensible. I'm not going to be like, hey, all right. you know, like, I've known Ari for a while. He's like a good friend of mine. But I was reading posts where people were just so angry. And, like, someone wrote a thing where they were like, this is the worst thing that anyone's ever done. He, here's his manager. Here's his agent. Here's his booking agent. Here are their phone numbers. Call them and tell them they have to drop him as a client. Oh, my God. And I was Did that just, affect him his work? Did he I mean, I don't know, but I mean that was when I was like, come on, that's a little over the top. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it just seemed like it felt very like, oh, I don't like him. And he finally did something that I can kind of like that is sort of indefensible. Now I can like uh, let loose on him. Yeah, but, too much of comedy. I mean, I would generalize it as show business, but I'm just going to narrow it down to comedy. Too much of it is like people taking stuff personally, people comparing themselves to other people. And whoever wrote that, I think I saw that post. Yeah. Whoever wrote that. He's actually a very nice guy. I'm not going to say, but he's. Well, like, maybe I don't he know him that issues. well, but he's No, a nice but I'm guy. just saying it's like. I think he might have had an issue with Ari. Of course he did. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> clearly. You think? Yeah. He, like, he listed his agent's telephone number. <laughs> yeah. It's like. You told him what time he got gets, home. Comedy gets to be too much like a theater club or like we're all in high school and like everyone's out to get one another and everyone's taking things personally. And right. people kind of need to relax in that sense. But I mean, to that end, to be fair, maybe Ari should have relaxed and not m- mentioned the girl's full name in his Comedy Central Right, special. right. Like so, like I said, it's kind of, it was kind of an indefensible thing, and I could see when people get mad. That's what I mean, where it's hard to defend. It'd be like, well, what? What do you want me to do? I think it's kind of like, well, I guess I shouldn't have done that. I think it was just sort of um, how I felt like I saw people, a lot of people taking and just sort of run with it in yeah. very 
people get carried away. Yeah, like people got a little too. Ca- I could see being like really angry, and especially the girl that it happened to. But oh well, I mean, she made a very heartfelt video that was hard not to. Feel yeah, badly yeah, for exactly. So. You know, Howard Stern bashed Ari. Did you hear that? Yeah, it was about be, about his podcast or something. And all this... Did- no, it was Ari went on Joe Rogan and bashed Howard about his take on podcasts. So Howard kind of fired back at him. Oh, what, what what did Howard say about it? I don't know. You can check that out later. I don't want to okay. get, get into it. But uh, yeah. but all this just helps <laughs> <Sorry>. Ari. <laughs> all of it just helps him. Yeah. Um. Yeah, here we are talking about him. But yeah, I, th- I mean, I'm sure it bummed him out. Like, that's not a fun thing to go through, probably, like hearing. Because no. I, I, I heard about it just I saw all this stuff on, on Facebook. And I feel like that is happening a lot now where people like, someone says something and everyone just gets so mad about it. Like well, a joke. Yeah. Like, it, wasn't there another thing recently that... I wanted, Getting back to the Ben Affleck thing and that, and to a certain extent, this thing about Ari... Um, about Ari's people hair. People are so in tune. It's the 24-hour news cycle. People are yeah. so in tune to the internet and so in tune to like the next big story every minute of every right. day that they lash out at every story they hear. Now, in terms of the Ben Affleck one, all of a sudden here people are wanting to take him down a notch simply because he didn't want people to know his ancestors were slave owners. Right, right. Which happens every day. Yeah. You know, I'm not here to defend Ben Affleck. I'm just saying like doesn't seem like the hugest deal to me. Right. It's a 24-hour news cycle. People are just trying to latch on to the next big thing. And to that extent, I saw the next day an article in the same... I read my New York Post app. So one day it's Ben Affleck. What a jerk. He had slave owners in his family. (laughs) And then the next day, literally, the headline was how Ben Affleck will redefine the superhero uh, genre. Oh, And then they dropped... a. Teaser for uh, Batman. Batman versus Superman, which doesn't come out for another year and a half, by the way. Yeah. So, you know, so you got one person trying to attack Affleck, then you have his team firing back. It's like, who cares? Like, you can right, have right. each other. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, just you all, y'all can have each other. Right. Fuck you. Yeah. I think that's a good point because it is all just like these teams behind the scenes. Yeah. Um, like the the Trevor Noah thing that happened like weeks ago. Th- this is what I mean, where it was like a bunch of stories in a row of things like this guy said something and it's not that nice. Like you know, Trevor Noah is right. The new He's Daily the new show. host of the Daily Show. And like I guess right after he got it, I didn't know who he was until they announced that he was the new host of the Daily Show. I didn't either. I'd never okay. heard of him. But, but go on. I don't. I don't watch the Daily Show. Um, well, he'd the, only been on that like four times. Yeah, exactly. But I don't watch it either. Go on. Um, I like it, but I, I used to. It, I'd, I'd have nothing I, against it. I I'm just don't it. watch it. Yeah, I just, yeah. yeah it's, again, it's one of those shows. I'm, it's fine. I just don't. I don't watch a ton of TV. Yeah, me neither. Actually, I just listen to my podcast in my bed. <laughs> yeah, I only Re-runs. watch BK Live Brooklyn News Show when I'm hosting. Really? Yeah, that's all I watch. And my stand-up sets. Yeah, yeah. Just like, just like me. And your podcast when I'm on it. Yeah. Um, and so Trevor Noah, I guess he got the Daily Show, and then the, the next day there were all these, and it was everywhere. It was like you know when you know my job when I would go in the elevator and they have articles come up. Like yeah. this is how much in the media it was. It would just be literally in my yeah. like. I think that's so funny. You go to the elevator and there's just news stories being thrown in your face, yeah. like on the screen in the elevator, and it was like. Trevor Noah, the new host of The Daily Show, like said all these horrible things on Twitter. And then they, he had all these tweets, and it was like five tweets from like five years ago. And they were like, wh- yeah. it was things like this girl, like, hey, fat girl. Yeah. <laughs> like they were like bad jokes. One of them was about like fat girls. Yeah, he was or only something. guilty of being like a hack. Yeah, and then he said something like kind of a little like inappropriate about Jews or something, didn't he? He said that on The Daily Show. He did? Uh, well, he compared. He said, uh, "Oh, I don't know about the Jewish thing, but he compared America. He said America was more racist than South America during uh, apartheid, South Africa, South Africa. I'm sorry, yeah. jeez. But I do take a little offense to that. But it's like it's not like he tweeted that. That was on the show that he's about to host. So like right. they knew that he said that. No, he had tweets, and they were like, I only take. I want to. I want to clarify that I only take offense to that because apartheid was like really fucked up. What? Yeah." I don't know, but it's a joke, you know. I get it. Well, I mean, it's let me... hard to hear a guy like. Sometimes what? it's hard for a guy to hear like a guy from South Africa say America's more racist than apartheid. It's like, well, what's your beat? You know what I mean? Like, wh- how would you like it if I went to 
Right, I right. Know, I get a little. No, I, I, I know, I know. Man. Yeah, I mean, here, here, here. I know this is old, but the, here, all right. All right, I don't know. Like Almost South Africa, Jewish kid crossing the road. He didn't. I don't know. Whatever. He didn't look before crossing. I still would have felt so bad in my German car. I mean, they're just okay. he's totally guilty of kind of being unfunny in tweets. And who isn't? I mean, Messi people- gets the ball, and the real players try foul him, but Messi doesn't go down easy, just like Jewish chicks. I mean, <laughs> it's just hacky. Yeah, and it's just like so. Anyway, like that was like news for days, yeah. and it was everyone. Everyone was just so mad. It's because this is a twenty-four hour news cycle, and people just want to latch on to a story every day, a big story. And it just seems to be getting worse. How everyone's just so mad about, it. and I feel like literally there was a time where he was about to lose that job because of that, and it was kind of like, wow, you're gonna like he's gonna lose a job because he wrote some tweets like five years ago that were like kind of weird you know yeah I, I don't know it's just there's a weird like everyone's just so mad and like just trying to attack everyone about anything that happens you know what I mean? it's become it's like everything is politics now you know what yeah. i mean um because everyone has their say like everyone can get online and like voice their stupid opinion about it yeah or and just smart opinion but just and you can like life. sway things. People, you can sway things. People, you can make someone lose their job now. Like, yeah. if you just don't like something. Yeah. Um, I I don't know. That that just kind of it just kind of freaked me out because, and I, I I never really paid attention to it. I just kind of was like, oh, this is. And then I guess something came out later. He stole a joke or something, and everyone got mad. It's not surprising after reading. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, then again, there's like, did, did you see Saturday Night Live had a sketch recently? There, they like just took a Zach Galifianakis joke, which is fine. I mean, they have a history of doing that, but it's like, who's gonna? Yeah, you notice that too. No yeah, the teacher thing. Yeah, it's a Zach Galifianakis joke. The one where he's like, he was high five. Yeah, what, what, and they was, just get away with. Was it. there like a thing on the internet? Did people notice that? No, me and my friend noticed it. I didn't. I never took the time to Google it because I don't care i noticed it too yeah when i watched that i was like that's a zach alfanakis joke where where the um the guy slept with the teacher yeah and, he, and, and she and he's like oh i got hurt because i was high-fiving everyone yeah that's yeah. A totally a zach alfanakis and so the entire and then that got a huge like backlash that yeah. skit well for like 12 hours yeah i guess that's <laughs> what it is but it's like the backlash could have been about how it's a zach joke but they didn't go there with it. I don't know if people on the internet went there with it. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think they did. I, I know, I, I know. But it's like, but it's like the fact that the new Daily Show host stole. I mean, they say great artists or good artists copy, great artists steal, right? Yeah. Well, Saturday Night Live makes that apparent. I mean, Saturday Night Live has history of certain. I mean, there's proprietary issues with all this right, right. creative material, and it's like, I'm not surprised Trevor Noah may have stolen a joke along the way. Yeah, exactly. I don't think. Um, I also think it's weird. I think people get mad at like weird things, and then other things no one gets upset about. Yeah. Like, um, <laughs> well, not that I really was upset. Did you watch the Justin Bieber roast? No, you didn't. <laughs> like, did you watch the MTV Movie Awards and the Justin? Bieber? No, yeah, I don't I'm like watching the all the cool things, and I also hate. I det- I despise everything that has to do with Justin Bieber. So I'm just like, yeah. so disinterested. I only watched it just because it was on. Right. And I was no, really no. Bored. I mean, you know, 50 and million Mad Men hadn't it. started yet. Um, but uh, he, Pete Davidson, who was in that sketch about the teacher, you know, sleeping with a hot teacher, you know, and, and that was all over like the, the internet. Like, this is the most horrible thing ever, you know, about a kid who had sex with, you know, and, and Pete Davidson, it was his sketch and what a jerk. And, um, because it's kind of making fun of like rape, right? Yeah, ahead, but it's uh, a total valid point. It's like showing the, yeah, but if it had been a girl and a I guy, know, but I, that's the point. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I know, I know. But, um, but on the roast, he made a joke about his dad dying in 9/11 which right. is fi- like fine it's he, i he, it's his experience and i'm not but then like jeff ross made a joke about it like a re- and it wasn't even a very good joke about his dad dying in 9/11 and and like he was just kind of like oh yeah yeah like he was like into the joke which um seemed just like just felt weird to me like i couldn't imagine doing that you know what i mean like i feel like my family would like beat the shit out of me if I went on TV and someone like made this bad joke about someone yeah. in my family, like if I went on a roast and Jeff Ross made a joke about my mom dying from cancer 
And I was like, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but no, I read news articles and no one was like, that was fucked up. People were like, I really give him props for that. And it's like, what are you talking? <laughs> but then he does a skit about a thing in the media and it's just like, he's so horrible. Like, <laughs> it just seems so odd to me. Like, such an odd. What people pick as their battles. Yeah, that everyone's cool with that. Like, did, did you, the Rose Jeff Ross is like. He made fun of Paul Walker dying. Well, he made fun of that too, which is just like another. Like, I don't know. I, maybe I, I feel like that's a problem I have with comedy. There's just times where I'm like, I don't know. That's just like really not cool. I think. No, I know, and that's the problem. Well, specifically with the roasts, they've become very popular, but it's comedy like based in hate. I feel like so I can understand why people want to laugh about it. That's cool, but it's not my thing because I don't think it's funny. Like yeah. Paul Walker wasn't like he didn't like take his own like. Yeah. He was in a terrible car accident. Right. And Jeff Ross is making a living. And, you know, so be it. But I'm not, like, tuning in to the Justin Bieber roast. Right, exactly. Check it out. And I, it's I, like I it's... open for Jeff Ross. He's a good guy, by the way. I want to get that in. No, and he, <laughs> he's really funny. I love Jeff Ross. He's great. But it's just like... Like the joke that Jeff Ross did about P- he goes, Snoop Dogg has inhaled more smoke than Pete Davidson's dad did in the World Trade Center. Which is not like that great a joke. Like no, it's horrible. It's like it's really horrible. Ugh. And I think not nothing Ugh. against Pete. Da- I mean, me I just you know, like I said, it's his. You know, he had the he's the one who had to go through that. I'm just saying, it, it just bummed me out when yeah. I saw him be like, yeah, because it, it seemed like he was trying to be cool about it, but it felt like wrong like it felt like not it it felt like that's uh, terrible oh god yeah it just it bummed me out it bummed me out and i was like i'm watching this but anyway but no one i read i was like oh people will say something about this and the next day everyone was like it was great what a good roast (laughs) (laughs) and when they said those things about their family members dying that was so great you know i'm like that was horrible um i mean in general i kind of can't stand when people conjure up something terrible like 9-11 without really making me laugh yeah exactly so like, to really to to evoke 9-11 because you're referencing snoop Dogg smokes pot i think that's pretty bad well it's like they act like oh it's, it's like just friends basis. hanging out making jokes if we were hanging out and i was like hey greg remember when like your friend died yeah i would i would not be friends with you anymore <laughs> <laughs> no but you know what i mean would you be like yeah tom yeah Dying 9/11. No, but you know, yeah, like <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like you'd be like, best. "Fuck He's you!" Always like, ranking on how my dad died in 9/11. Yeah, exactly. It's like, just like, like Pete Davidson, I was just like, "Yo, Jeff, we gotta hang sometime." <laughs> that joke about my dad dying of smoke inhalation's hilarious. Yeah, it's just like not. It's just, I just like I said, I. He he's the one who went through that. I didn't, I'm just saying it yeah, really so made it made me him. feel really bad, and like the fact that. Uh, I I don't know. Like I, it just felt like wrong to me. No, you know anyway, the, those roasts. They feel wrong to me. I mean, it's a lot of it's rooted in hate. But you know, people yeah, love yeah. them. I, it's just not my bad. But can we do one thing? Yeah, I got to go to this wait. movie premiere. Do you do you want? Do you have to leave right now? I kind of do. Do you want to end on like a positive one minute note though? I got to go. Uh, yeah, yeah. I got to get to Lincoln Center for the red carpet, man. Yeah. Okay. What's the positive note? I don't know. Do you have anything? Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> I was gonna say I love you. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> our friend Kenny Zimley House is. Uh, you were just on tour with him, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. We went to Denver, Albuquerque, Oklahoma City. When did you get back? Two days ago. And um, how long was it? Sunday. How long was your tour? Like a week 11 and a half? days. Was it great? Nine shows. Yeah. It was were they excellent. packed? Yeah. The shows were great. Yeah. His album came out I've never out today. been to New Orleans. His album went to number one on iTunes. Today. Comedy. Isn't that amazing? It is amazing. You look at it, it's like Jim Gaffigan's like third and yeah. Weird Al pick, is like fifth. Pick it up, Weird Al. <laughs> <laughs> weird Al's got some work to do. I guess you got to be a little weirder. <laughs> yeah. I, it must be hard for Weird Al to just go outside, dress normal. <laughs> like People are like, Al, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> just buying milk. <laughs> I met him. He's not that weird. <laughs> <laughs> like you gotta always be walking around like, hey, you're around. like, ju- like ju- juggling like potatoes <laughs> with like unicycle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, Greg Johnson. I'm sorry thanks that I have a lot. to bail. Thanks no, for having right. me on, man. No, this is good. Uh, last exit to Brooklyn. Uh, 
watch uh, Greg in his movie, Adult Beginners. Oh, yeah, I have one line. Just check me out online. Find me at the Greg Johnson or anywhere on Google. I'm easy to find. Okay, last exit to Brooklyn. Thanks a lot. See you next time. Yeah. If you only had three shots and eight opportunities to sleep with Scarlett Johansson, would you capture them or would you just let them slip by you? I know I'd go for it. She's pretty hot in that one movie where she's nude. Yo, his balls are sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy Just got a Matty Petty from a girl named Betty There's no Mackay Pfeiffer, but he's calm, ready To perform his stand-up comedy Hold steady, he's about to kill the room all daddy Gonna slaughter, yeah, where's his machete? Gonna make people laugh till they grab their bellies and shit Their pants gonna get hella smelly He's incredible, places full of tools Most from the Montreal Festival He's ready to rule, puts his drink on the stool, grabs the mic, he's cool, chicks start to drool, this ain't no bull, he is ready to school, he's in the fucking deep end of the pool, this biz is cruel, ain't a game, it's a duel, welcome to my adventures in comedy, fool. Ain't no stopping me no more, modesty, I'm the best, period, no comedy taking over this whole bureaucracy, welcome to my adventures in comedy, ain't no stopping me no more, modesty, I'm the best, period. No comma jeep taking over this whole bureaucracy Welcome to my adventures in comedy Everyone said he was done Now he's number one The whole industry's stunned Now these hoes, they all kiss his buns And vulture suckers are picking up his crumbs Got everyone on the run Getting blown by Scarlett Johansson People turned their back Said he was whack Hated on him like he was Barack Now they in his crack Cause he counts Stacks got a girl hotter than Kim Kardashian. Yes, Envy by Nas and Kanye West. Cause my albums they went triple plat. All who talk smack can't kiss my gat. I'm back on track now. Applaud my ass. This track is so dope, but make you fucking yak. Just hit a home run with my platinum bat. Now watch me take my victory lap. These are my adventures in comedy. Yeah, ain't no stopping me no more. Monty, I'm the best. Period. No comma jeep taking over this whole bureaucracy Welcome to my adventures in comedy Ain't no stopping me no more modesty I'm the best period No comma jeep taking over this whole bureaucracy Welcome to my adventures in comedy Yo, you can sleep with any Scarlett Johansson you put your mind to, man <laughs>